0: Robert Todd Lincoln, the son of President Abraham Lincoln sitting. Crowd surged as the train was coming in and he got pushed off the platform. He's literally seconds away from getting smashed by this train. Out of the blue, right as he's about to get smacked and die from this train, this hand comes down, grabs him, and launches him up from the train platform and saves his life. He recognized who it was right away. He was one of the most famous actors from one of the most famous acting families in America. It was just- What do you think now, <laughs>
1: You, you, you'll lose me. There's a screen in the room. <laughs> like, wow. You know, man. I've never been to Peru. Every
2: time you, like, look I'm like, no. Yeah? Fucking doing vape I'm
3: doing lung eagles, dude. <laughs> you got three of those?
2: You got three of those? I know, wait, what are the lung, lung- eagles?
3: Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, just strengthening them up. Dude, I'm look, look.
2: I just like Ugh, when he sat down are he so was, strong. He sat down. He just sat down and looked into the camera. What did you say? I'm <laughs> doing lung kegels. No. Oh,
3: you're... oh, earlier with the hat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I said I look like Paddington Bear if he was from Panama Beach because <laughs> of the <laughs> bucket so hat,
1: dude. Yeah. Hey. Great. I'm just thinking like lung say kegels, like to be the real
2: goat. To <laughs> Eli, It's racially I make you a somebody. That guy's fucking ridiculous, so we don't know. Best not to ask yourself why. But my friend, you've arrived. Welcome
3: to
4: unsubscribe.
2: Okay, there we go. Finally, I'm like, oh my god. And then we Dude, got Mr. Jack up waking up, glut- up. Ready? Three thousand. Everyone, get your get your cans up. We put it right here by the mic. Everyone knows the set. Three, two, one.
1: Ooh. Wow, that was really synchronized. I that don't think that ever happened. Her- <laughs> And
2: then Jack, Jack... That's how he drinks. You'll get used to it. <laughs> Just the whole episode.
1: You think it's a bit, it's not.
2: Welcome to the Unsubscribe Podcast. We are joined with the beautiful Brandon, the gorgeous Jack, and then our brand new friend, AJ Wilkerson. Oh, we get Paddington. beautiful and gorgeous, and then... Okay. Paddington, Paddington, you're the you're a fucking
1: new guy, so you know, hey. True.
2: Paddington Bear has joined the fucking podcast are our comedian, hero, slash veteran, slash autistic, autism.
1: You've described like four people who have been on this podcast. It's everyone sitting at the table right now. We're, just, <laughs> we're still yeah, stuck on so who me. I'm talking I'm about. Not a, I'm not a veteran. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. yeah,
3: yeah, we got yeah. a hero, a veteran, an autistic comedian, <laughs> and a veteran.
2: Hey, the only
0: The only spectrum I'm on is my cable plan, man. <laughs> God damn it. I hate Spectrum so much. <laughs> uh, we'll just go on that rant right off the bat. I fucking <laughs> we, just, we
2: just start oh, bitching same. about oh, that. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Hi, beautiful guys. Thank you for all joining. This is like a random like, like amalgamation of uh, people right now. This is the last minute we had to toss this together. So, but we've had AJ planned for how long? Uh, like a month,
3: month, like month. A month? Yeah. yeah. And,
2: uh, weirdly enough, I watched your content and I was like, oh, that guy's a veteran. I found that out like two days before when we were talking. You're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, military. I was like,
0: <laughs> you, you yeah, were, I was in the kiss army. Never missed a show. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs>
3: yeah. I was, uh, I mean, I was kind of in the same thing. Like I was National Guard, so that's basically
2: the Kiss Army. (laughs) Because we were talking about, I want to know more on your experience. Also, leading up to one of my favorite stories last night was you trying to prove you weren't autistic, so you went and did a test to get it misdiagnosed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, you joined, what, 2006, seven? Uh
3: Yeah, joined 2006, six seven. Uh, basic training, Fort uh, Jackson, South Carolina, then AIT here uh, at Fort Sam Houston for six months, and then off to Fort Stewart to go work in, like, the actual hospital, do, like, the clinical side of x-ray technician. Yeah, so you
2: so are 16. A lot,
3: bones, 68, Papa.
2: Yeah, 68, but we have an actual person that scored high on a ASVAB test. Oh, what? I
3: scored high as
2: weird higher than you yeah. are right now uh,
3: close, uh close, yeah. yeah
2: that might be the tism
3: no yeah no i uh i scored a 97 on my asvab
0: no shit yeah what's the top jack you know this no i didn't you know how i passed the asvab i actually did serve in the military as well <laughs> and the kiss army i retreaded um i we had i don't know in the state i grew up in we they forced you to take the asvab it wasn't It was like a. they come to your high school and all the boys got to take the ASVAB. And I just wasn't thinking about the military at that time. So I was like, whatever. And I just checked C for every fucking box. And I passed.
1: Fucking seriously? Yeah.
0: Oh, God. I didn't even. I just went C, 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 C. I passed. Yep, dude. They didn't even give him a test. They yeah. were just like, "Here's just a blank sheet of yeah. paper." Yeah, and I joined fun. the infantry. Yeah, and then, <laughs> you now you're within Marine. the lines. Yeah, yeah. An I'm an ex-marine. Let's face it. I know people are offended by that statement, but I am an ex-marine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jack
2: never changed. No, and that's what's crazy. Wait, I'm still more amazed that you just did C's. But this was during be. This was pre-9/11 for you. Yeah, that, it was probably a
0: year before 9/11. Yeah. yeah. If you want a good story, Jack got shot in basic training. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever heard that
0: story. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just put it this way: like by the end of my enlistment, the, dry, the parking lot of the barracks was filled with Purple Heart license plates, and I and I went over there three times. Not a scratch. I did get shot by another Marine at Camp Pendleton, though. Yeah, you've never heard of this? No.
2: Oh my oh God, no. Jack! These, <laughs> this is one of my favorite Jack stories. Has <laughs> this, this ever
1: one. been on the podcast?
2: Before? No, we did really? a God. drunken
0: debrief for it. Yeah, oh, no, God. you you had me tell it last time. Go. Well, okay. Condense it. Condense it. I got shot. Uh, There's five hundred eighteen to twenty year olds learning the saw for the first time in rainy weather, and uh, I always make it clear that this was before the these SOI, these infantry school instructors. It's before it became what a, a B billet, where it's like good for career invas- uh, advancement. Back then, they're just like, "Oh, you got like six months left. Go, go babysit these hundreds of privates." and um this is
2: and for reference this is the people that like these are the dudes that did 4 years and they fucking hate the military yeah. and those are the people yeah, that don't Yeah they're like give I'm it. just ready to fucking yeah. not be here and they're like yeah. go forge the minds of these children of the next generation <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so they're like that uh like Nazi captain at the end of like fucking JoJo Rabbit, like dude, I don't fucking give a fuck. <laughs> the high, yeah, they're, yeah, the school, right. they're the high
5: school but, chemistry teacher that retires but, at the go, end of
0: the year. They're like, they're, just
3: fucking watch the movie. I don't. Yes, go to uh, like. I don't be, fucking
0: care. Yeah. They're twenty three year olds babysitting eighteen year olds. There's not, you know, being at the age I'm at now, that's still all pretty young. Um, but yeah, they, uh, we were doing squad rushes, shooting the guns, and. Uh, and uh, we marched back. It was a Friday. We marched, all of us marched back. It was going to be our first weekend out ever in Southern California. And uh, and we were just scrubbing those weapons as fast as we could to get them and in the armory so we could go out. And I'm on the barrel. I'm tag teaming it like an Eiffel Tower with another guy. Well, you got to remember. So
2: when they rod people off the range, usually there's like a line and you yep. go through it and, and it's very check. organized
0: and everyone's yeah. like, boom, hey, drills aren't looks, checks. Go next one, and we did that. They just weren't checking. And uh, yeah, he took the buttstock off of the saw and he set the weapon down, and that sent the charging handle. Where were forth. you again? I was standing at the end of the barrel, and I had just dropped my uh, my brush, so I bent over my head right in front of the barrel. And as I came back up and started scrubbing again, uh, boom, thing went off and it uh, <laughs> tore through my arm, and uh, and I just stood there. And everyone's staring at me, and I see everyone's staring at me. I'm processing what just happened. And I just start going, Sergeant, Sergeant. Ah, ah, ah! And then, and they come grab me. There's two NCOs that show up, and they're just holding me, looking at each other, like, what happened? I don't know, dude. Like the, I know, Oh, we fucked up. Got a conversation. And I'm just standing there, like, I'm good. Don't worry about it. And, um, and no, they tossed me in the, the ambulance, and uh, they took me... Um, to the hospital and got me all sutured up at, uh, didn't get done till like one in the morning. And I, I assumed everybody would have been cut loose at that time. So they bring me back to the, uh, squad bays at one in the morning and everybody is sitting at the end on their little, uh, what are those things called where you put all your stuff like in the footlocker, the, the, yeah, footlocker. Yeah, yeah. they're all sitting on their foot lockers and, uh, and uh, staring at me like it's my fucking fault uh, that that guy shot me. And um, <laughs> this is like, as I'm, military as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the receiving end of yeah. the barrel, if you don't recall. And then they, they're reading off the list, because if people fail written tests, uh, they have to redo it on a Saturday morning. Uh, they're reading off the list, and I failed offensive patrolling, I think it was. And they go, Mandeville, and I'm still bleeding through the bandage, and I'm like, here for a sergeant. And he just looks at me. And goes, you think you're getting out of the fucking test? No, first sergeant. So I had to go the next day. I had to go in there, still bleeding, and I'm just ru- I can't even <laughs> bend my arm. I'm just putting in the bubbles. All C's. I passed though. So <laughs> like you
2: still did the message, yeah. see, but they see pretty much see.
0: they pretty much let me pass. I didn't have to do any uh, fitness tests after that or, or long hikes. They just they like knew they fucked up, and they knew I was just dumb and new enough not to like. Raise, to, escalate it. To, to escalate it. So they just quietly just let me pass without ever having to try again, which just set me up great for the Marine Corps. Yeah. That is as the military it against. It's like,
2: okay, we just keep this in house. Everyone, yeah. we keep this in house yeah. and we'll just move him I along. I think
0: his dad might have contact with his local representative. Yeah, would you? Yeah. Just,
1: mm. Let's just pretend that the pass rate on all these multiple choice exams is 25%. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we'll move from there. Yours, so basic training, yours is completely different from ours. You-
3: oh, yeah. Uh, but, but when you guys were talking about, like, cleaning the weapons and everything, I was like, how does that even happen? Because, like, every everything with, like, live fire during basic training, there's, like, the fire barrels at the end. So you, like, you literally have to fire the weapon into a barrel of sand. So there's no possibility of that happening. So I'm just like, what? How did everybody skip fire barrel day? <laughs> what is happening, dude?
1: Fire, fire barrel, barrel day? <laughs> <laughs> Never skip fire barrel day. Yeah, it's very important. Otherwise I'm you over here it. just wondering how the fuck you can accidentally have one round left in a saw. Oh, no, no. Big five, my-
0: seven other. Uh, oh yeah, saws with rounds. Did they just up fucking
1: rip the belts out? Like what the fuck? It how was you- like
0: rainy. I remember it was super rainy day and it was muddy, and I, I, people were just probably were not paying attention to because. And this was, I think, this was like November, December in Southern California. It gets fucking cold. Yeah, and everybody just wanted to get out right. of there, so everybody just of went full pencils down. Yeah. Fucking- yeah. Yeah. yeah, So like for for people who don't know,
1: the the saw is an open bolt, uh, full auto, obviously squad automatic weapon with a belt feeding out of it. So it's like, hmm. all right, you lift the top cover, take the belt out. How the fuck do you keep around round that gun? I don't and, know. Mud?
0: I, I have no idea. That's oh, yeah. Crazy. They were not
2: getting clean that much other than like during that, those segments. I guarantee it was just like. Yeah, there
0: was nothing happening between a bunch of 19-year-olds handling them for the first time. This is when you're and you're just shooting blanks probably for like blanks in live
2: rounds, right? Um, we were doing live. That, oh, the they were time. all live rounds. Oh, okay. yeah. And look at it. like When you're shooting on, they will build mounts. The same weapon platform will get used over and over. And you're you're not talking like a thousand rounds. You're talking like tens of
0: thousands. Yeah. just being fired. And not that it's a smooth bore by the end. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't just, know if it's still the case, but back then we still had a lot of ammo left over from like Vietnam that we were still burning through. This was in the early 2000s. Oh, that good
1: cat piss smell
0: when you <laughs> shoot yeah. that stuff. Yeah. 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 It would be a
2: mountain. <laughs> I. I I don't know if you did like the big range days where in the vehicles and you'd have like four day range days and everyone would shoot from the same spot on these like uh, assaulting objectives or any of that. And it would be a, a case, like a hill of just 50 cal or 556 yeah. or 762. A like hill, I'm not exaggerating. It is a mountain you could slide down on brass and then you'd have to go pick it all up and sort it. Oh, I fucking hate
5: it. Hey Eli, you want to help me thank one of our favorite sponsors today? Eli? Oh my god! Not again! Got him. Sheath.
2: Sheath sure does make the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn, or you've ever worn.
5: I'm wearing a pair of sheath underwear every time you hear from me. And I'm taking them. It's the only underwear I own and the only underwear Eli steals from me. Sheath. And it is the best. The most comfortable boxer briefs you'll ever put on your body. Their stretchy fabric is made out of moisture-wicking technology. They're super soft, they keep everything cool and comfortable and in the right place. Make your franken beans happy. My twig and berries used to be hot and
2: uncomfortable. Now with sheath underwear, my twig and berries love life. And it's like a little AC. And now my little berries have their own home.
5: Please stop talking about your twig and berries. Head over to sheathunderwear.com and use code unsubscribe for 20% off.
2: That's sheathunderwear.com, code unsubscribe for 20% off.
1: Yeah. That's what a lot of those days were like, you know, all, all the ammunition needs to be expended. Like, we're not taking any ammo out of here. All this needs to be gotten rid of. And a lot of friends of ours got rid of it. Acquire.
0: Acquire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got rid of Yeah. And that's the yeah, thing no, is like,
3: th- this case is spent. Don't <laughs> the, worry about why it hasn't been opened yet.
0: The military can ruin anything. And so, even like, yeah, on days like that, shooting machine guns, it's like, I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah, the, One tree <laughs> hill yeah. is on. Like,
1: it's, it's like the King of the Hill bit where he makes Bobby just smoke the cigarettes yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over again. he, oh, and, and he gets addicted to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn. <dang>. <laughs> God damn it, point, Bobby. He's
3: like, I don't think I enjoy this anymore.
2: And then, oh, so you did your uh, military stint. you did uh, with the x-ray. And then getting out, you're like, okay, I'm done with this. My favorite part, though, is... You were at the VA. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So uh, I get <laughs> out. All basically, good stories start. Yeah, basically, I end up separating because I get, I, uh, I have like a back problem. I end up having to have a back surgery. I start having like uh, breathing problems, which we find out is like the barracks that we're staying in is like an old building that they put like overflow in, and it's covered in mold and stuff. Never. But. I start having these like breathing, like almost like asthma attacks, but I've never had asthma before. So now I'm having panic attacks about having breathing attacks that get so bad that I'm like blacking out. And so they eventually they're just like, hey, you can't be here anymore. (laughs) So I get out, uh, I go home they eventually they're like, okay, you have like anxiety and depression and this other stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And then a decade later, a nurse at the Cape Coral VA is like, Hey, has anyone ever told you you might be autistic? And I was like, the fuck you said,
1: (laughs) (laughs) who the fuck starts a conversation that way?
3: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then she she was like, no, like my nephew, like you have like seven of the same traits as him. And I was like, "Uh, okay. So she gave me some resources. I took some online tests and then, I start seeing like stuff for ADHD, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not autistic, I have ADHD. I reach out to the University of Florida Center for Autism and Related Disabilities, because it's the only place in Florida that can diagnose adults, and I was like, hey, I think I have ADHD, but all these tests keep saying I have autism, Like, I need to rule this out so I can get an ADHD diagnosis. They're like, yeah, come on in. They have me do all these additional tests. I come in for the observation appointment. They start going through my results, and 10 minutes into the appointment, the doctor's like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what you got?
0: I bet when you were joining, too, your recruiter knew. He's oh, like, I'm not going to oh, say a dude, fucking thing. Recruiters
3: we get- love us, dude. Yeah. We had this whole conversation last night. because,
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell, like, watching your bits, you'd stim. I was like, the recruiter, yeah. you were like, I would love to join. And they're like... This is an easy one. He's going to follow instructions to a T. It's like, oh, I can't wait.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I bet you'd know how to properly clean a saw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> dude, Let him work around heavy equipment. He's going to love that it. Is
2: legit. When Do we saw, have a
0: department that my, handles trains?
3: He saw my ASVAB scores and he's like, oh, we're going to love this little motherfucker. Dude. Right. It was 100% because we talked about this like because. People ask me after shows, they're like, how are you in the army if you stim and you're autistic? And it's like, okay, I stim and like I, I get worse in front of people because of the anxiety of everyone being singled out, right? In the army, you only get singled out if you're fucking up, right? So like, it's super easy to blend in and camouflage with everyone else. And if it's like like there's structure that's good for your brain and then there's also the like if you ever spaced out and forgot what the fuck to do just look at the guy next to you and just do whatever the fuck he's doing and you're caught back up oh, I imagine like, the like, army actually, is so good like we do so well in the military just because it's like oh fuck yeah dude just the routine, we give them a system the yeah.
1: regiment, everything like that's got to be an uh-huh. autistic haven actually now that I think about it yeah Dude, that that, that, I was thriving, and the black
5: mold
0: killed me. That was (laughs) our
5: safe space. That's our safe space. Is the military? I would have been the
0: highest-ranking autistic soldier in the history of the army if that black mold wasn't there. I just, and and then you have the 3M (laughs) earplugs, so you're like,
2: oh, this is great.
3: (laughs) Dude, I was, dude, I was the high-speed ass kid in basic training. Like our drill, our drill sergeants, like in the battalion, like picked me and my like battle buddy. To represent our company for, like, the battalion, like, birthday party thing. So we had to, like, dress up as soldiers from, like, every war the battalion had ever fought in kind of thing. So, like, I got Vietnam. He got Gulf War. So, like, they legit. Now now
2: it sounds like they were, like, get the special needs ones to... Dress dude, they'll yeah. like it. No, that they'll was exactly it. He's that. like, hey, you know what? We're
3: trying to raise some
1: money for the, for the
3: officer's ball, dude. Let's parade these special needs kids around and get as much money as possible. At
1: least tight Put them in little outfits. They'll love it. First
2: we fight. Yeah, or... <laughs> yeah, it's like, and hey, they're so happy.
3: Hey. Call the newspaper and
2: make a wish. They're going to love this, dude. <laughs> Look, he thinks he's a soldier. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. They think they're people. <laughs> Because, I mean, Jack, you had to have
0: people you and your basic where you're like
2: 100%.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and back then, line. and back in those days, that that the word autism was just starting to become a thing said commonly. Like, before that, like when I was 12, I look back at like one kid that. Everyone picked on, like, oh, fuck, that kid was autistic. But, like, there was no name yeah. Nope, for it was it just retarded. Then. Yeah. The, it yeah. Was <laughs> just <laughs> retarded. You were literally retarded or normal. There yeah, was exactly. No, there was, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's how we lived uh, my entire childhood. And then, what, and, yeah. But, yeah, um, I mean, I had Tourette's syndrome. I had to lie about that shit, yeah.
3: yeah. Didn't get diagnosed until I was 30, but all the signs were there. Yeah. Dude, I had a teacher sit my mom down at, like, a parent-teacher conference and tell my mom in, like fifth sixth grade she's like your son is one of the ne- most neurotic children i've ever seen and my mom turned to me and goes neurotic is that like does that mean like jewish but not jewish and i was like what, yeah.
1: what? <laughs> it turns out that's a hundred percent
0: i know he's a gentile yeah. Yeah. he's very goya you know <laughs> wait jack you have fucking tourette's yeah i got diagnosed when i was eight yeah, I had to lie to my recruiter. They care about those things. Is it just like tics or like what's your yeah, thing? Yeah, tics. I, the verbal thing is extremely rare. Everyone, you know, and then people like, oh, man, he's got, yeah, he's got threats. That's why he's cursing. I'm like, no, I just have a potty mouth. Yeah. What's your tics? Um, you know, it's not as bad now as when I was a kid, but I do this thing with my hands where I do these little crab fingers. We call it um, stimming. Some neck, <laughs> some neck stretching and um, I like pop my knees in certain ways. If you see me, um, if you see me do that. You know when like guys have their balls stuck to their legs and they spread their legs out? That uh people always assume my <laughs> balls are stuck to my legs, but that's one of my tics is I spread my legs out and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, like, just, like every guy he knows here, what he's talking he's just about. He's down here like yeah.
3: pancaking his thighs, he's just like, Oh yeah, that's yeah, the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right just there. that's a tick of mine. <clears throat> yeah, my balls,
0: <laughs> <are fine>. yeah. <laughs> right. my balls are fine. Yeah. Jack my fine. I guarantee you you've seen me ticking before and you probably just
2: didn't Think you think it. No, I don't look at ticks like stimming. I'm well, very good at stick. Like, I know stimming instantly. Stim- what's like, stemming? Stimming is like how his, like, you'll like see the... My, yeah, my oh, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, stuff, or yeah my my, m- my, mine's
0: uh, just, it's, I, I've been doing that one for like 20 years. Yeah. So I really wonder yeah, so, about that. So, so
3: it's literally the same th- It's like tomato, tomato, whatever. Yeah. It's stimming ticks. It's the ticks is the old name for it. and Now some people just don't like the word. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my but god. They don't like pigs? Pe- people with yeah. fucking Tourette so, syndrome it's are. It's kind of like babies. the same thing. Remember when everybody got like everybody got mad at Lizzo for she used the word spaz in one in some of her lyrics and they're like, Oh, that's making fun of people with like stems and you know, and I was like, I, fucking I'm a spaz dude. People called me a spaz my whole life. Yeah, I used to
0: do a lot of
1: Tourette syndrome it. jokes. So you're like that's my Yeah life. before before and but t- people autism, with it. Was were all <laughs>
2: That's what, the, what was your question you were going to say with the autism or or the stimming? Oh,
1: or? Yeah, uh, that's something that I'm really curious about because like stim, uh, stimming is like, uh, it, like people with autism like need some sort of like stimulation some shit like that. Yeah. But like that, that's what they're starting to say nowadays is like the correlation between autism and ADHD is like super heavy.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, dude, this cor- that Venn diagram is almost a, just a fucking circle. Dude, yeah. It's so it's close. It's a lot of overlap. It's, oh, Yeah. Hmm. Um, And so that's literally I was trying to get uh, rule out autism to get the ADHD diagnosis and they're like nope full tism Dude, you got it. And I was like fucking cool. And then three years later. They're like, hey, and also Years later, they're like, the hey, way. You know that stuff that therapy hasn't helped yet? We're gonna give you this other medication because surprise. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> like, oh
2: yes. no, this
3: sucks. Yeah. It's like yeah, I know like dude, the way that. that, that is, a- it's just a turbo booster booster for the processor, dude. So like now it's like I have like I still process <laughs> He's shit. She's running weird. a jailbroken computer. <laughs> that's it, dude. That is the whole shit. Like that is like when people talk about like the processing and like the social communication breakdowns between like autism and like neurotypical people. It's exactly that. It's like trying to fucking send a document from like a a MacBook to a fucking PC. And it's like, well, I don't have like notes and you don't have like Google like Word documents. So now you got to fucking just copy the text into a notepad. (laughs) <laughs> no, like literally, have you ever had a it's conversation? my favorite conversation in a long time. If you ever, no, if you ever have a conversation with an autistic person or they're included in a social activity and they like make a joke and everybody's like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's because he's made seven more connections in his brain to the conversation than anyone else has. So he's six degrees of Kevin Bacon and you guys are all just like, who the fuck yeah. is Kevin Bacon? So yeah, in reality, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you normies are slow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you ever thought about playing chess? Might work to your advantage.
3: Maybe, okay, so we we talked about this. I've had, I've, I've like the kind of like rotating hobbies where you'll do something for four months, get great at it, and then you're like, this is fucking boring now, and then you move on. But I don't have the kind of brain space where I can keep that information in the hard drive. So like three fucking hobbies later, that first hobby is fucking jetted out, dude. I defrag the hard drive, delete all of that <laughs> shit. Yeah. So that's the problem with chess. I, as a kid, I was really fucking good at chess. Cause you and have now to I think don't ahead. Remember, you I, have
0: to think seven steps yes, ahead.
3: But now yeah. I don't remember the rules of chess.
0: You're just like, Mar- yeah, yeah. Right. at one no point,
3: shit. yeah. At one point I was literally like fucking like in a club, like on a chess team. And now i fucking, I don't Not remember
2: all the rules. I'm like you, this piece can do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> this, is a, this is the this is the L shaped one, right? Yeah. I just like drill sergeants because being a drill sergeant for somebody. Like, if you were one of my recruits, I'd be like to the other, other drill sergeants. I'd be like, "He's autistic as fuck. You guys realize that, right? Does You're doing anything good need organizing. <laughs> you, yeah. I was like <laughs> that struck. That's happened before. <laughs> I read
0: an article about uh, a kid that they put in the Marine Corps who he. Uh, w- it wasn't that he was undiagnosed the recruiter was such a sleazeball. he literally picked him up from a fucking home oh god yeah and oh, put him shit. in the, and put him in basic training and like every time the drill instructor would yell at him he would just yell back like a, a like a fear yell and they the um they basically figured out what was going on they took the kid out and the my my buddy uh pat was oh. there And he goes, the drill instructor comes out once they get, they send the kid off and they're out processing him. And uh, that recruiter probably went to fucking jail. Uh, The drill instructor, as a meathead drill instructor would, he walks in to address the rest of the recruits. Uh, You all remember Private Johnson? Uh, He's no longer going to be with us. Uh, He's retarded. (laughs) 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 Uh, And I'm not saying he's stupid, he is a literal retard. And meanwa- meanwhile, meanwhile, he's
1: not the, in the
3: program because he's the mascot now.
1: <laughs> meanwhile, the recruiter gets picked up by the FBI. They're like, hey, only we can do that. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he dear. thinks
1: that recruiter
3: yeah. got arrested. That <laughs> recruiter got
1: promoted. <laughs> Would you like to work for the FBI? We've got some terror plots that need to be planned and then stopped. Oh, my God, it's Jason. <laughs> the dude's
2: just struggle-busting. Hey, <laughs> struggle-busting with life. Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: Oh that, that's evil shit if he knew. I mean, yeah. he had. Yeah. To, dude, he had, picked him up from a home, an adult home. Dude, there's easier ways to meet the quota. Yeah, dude. During the surge, though, they yeah. would.
2: Yeah, you could have just th- gone to a halfway house. This would have been that
0: period. This this would
2: have been that period during that time frame. Like it, the bar was set very low, Brandon. Like that was the felons. You could get in if you had felonies because they would waive the felony. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had your choice. It's like, hey, do you want
1: to go to jail? Or do you want to join the military? Actually, we- a buddy of mine, that, that's how he got into the military.
2: Dude,
3: I'm pretty sure that's what happened with my recruiter. He was like, he knew something was up, and he was just like, eh, if they figure it
2: out, they'll waive it. Yeah, I guarantee that. You were like, yay, I'm going in the military. Dude, I literally, (laughs) when you I I have a story about that.
5: So, Oh, Oh, Eli, I cannot wait for my HelloFresh to get here. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skips the trip to the grocery store
2: and count on HelloFresh to make cooking Easy, fun, and affordable.
5: That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Number one. This fall, you've got places to be, and standing in the checkout line isn't one of them. Leave the meal planning and grocery shopping to HelloFresh.
2: You know why I love HelloFresh? Because
5: I freaking hate grocery shopping. I hate it. I hate it. I despise
2: going to the grocery store and waiting in line and doing anything like that.
5: But when it's at my doorstep, I'm a happy camper. Let HelloFresh get the groceries and save you some cash with pre-portioned meals delivered right to your door. Buddy, how easy was HelloFresh? Well, an idiot like me could even do it. It comes in a box, ready to go, everything portioned out with instructions. You just cook. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50unsubscribe and use code 50unsubscribe for 50% off. Plus free shipping. When you get 50% off and free shipping? It's awesome. HelloFresh.com slash 50unsubscribe.
3: I was going to, I, my recruiter found me on a college campus. I was a freshman. I'd started uh, and I had already decided I was going to do the x-ray tech program there. And he's like, oh, we'll teach you to do the same thing. And you'll get a paycheck instead of having to pay for it. And I was like, that, I'm not good at math, but that adds up, you know? And uh, then I did the ASVAB, and he's like, oh, you scored a 97. You can literally pick any job you want out of this book. And I was like, ooh, okay. Well, since now I know that, like, I couldn't afford to go to fucking like Embry-Riddle like to do like aviation school because I wanted to be a pilot. So I was like, done, pilot. And he's like, you're too tall. And I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> they yeah. still do that, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no shit. Well, in 2006, 2007, they did. Uh, but, yeah, they had, like, height requirements, and they're like, you're literally too tall to ride that ride. And I was like, all right, well, I guess six. I'll stick
2: with the." I'm 6'4". Yeah, you're a taller dude. He's a tall autism man. Yeah, dude, I'm the stretched out kind. <laughs> so, yeah, you couldn't become a pilot, and you're just like, how big you around you? Not big, dude. Okay. <laughs> Not big. Jack's disappointed. Fuck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I think over here. Yeah, I
3: think when the like when the tism activated, dude, my dick stopped growing because my brain needed more blood flow. You oh, know? Yeah. So,
4: well,
0: yeah, you know, in old Greek culture, there's a reason why they gave them those hot, beautiful bodies and those tiny dicks. is big dicks were looked at as people being dumb and meat headed. They were savages. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. savages. You yeah. were breeding. Yeah, stuff, so you're just dude. part of the Greek elite, pretty yeah, much. that's it. Which yeah. Proves I'm my point thinker, that dude. intellectuals have tiny dicks. Oh, historically. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'm both. Dude, I'm an intellectual meathead. So your dick should be like
3: at
2: least regular it's size. It's regular okay, size. Okay, that's what <laughs> <is>. <laughs> so He's just it's like, I'm average. It's what I'm just... For every viewer out there, I have an average penis. Just really getting that point across. So normal say, size. Some would
1: say too much.
2: What about you, Jack, dude? How di- fucking... Your military... Yeah, how big I is your, yeah, your penis, Jack? Do you know
3: how big a, your dick has to be to rock a mustache?
0: Maybe I'm compensating.
2: Wait, Jack, you how old are you now?
0: Did you just hit forty? Just hit
2: forty. When was this? Yeah. This is like the
0: other day. Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah.
2: Aww. Did yeah. I text you happy birthday or was I a piece I'm of sure shit? I'm sure it's.
0: Like- I, I shut down on my birthday. Like, um, I I don't handle a lot of text messages and shit like that well because that pressure to respond and then now you're in conversations and yeah. I, I'm a terrible texter to begin with. The uh, the only time I'll focus, uh, yeah. I'll put effort into texting is for a woman and my parents. Uh, so yeah, I, I usually I typically shut down. So if you did, uh, I wouldn't have saw, seen it anyways. Everyone at this table has autism, let's just Dude. face it.
2: literally, <laughs> I, 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 you gotta, you I was, I mean, you explain that <laughs> watching, bro? I'm like, yes, everybody, I'm like, preach it, brother. Jesus. I was literally With, like, pulling out my phone.
0: Do you look at your own messages or do bro, you have somebody I'll that does you that you on this side of the fucking phone? Missed calls.
1: Five yeah. oh five missed texts, yeah. eleven hundred. Yes, look at my emails. Look, look at my fucking emails, Jack. Oh, oh yeah, baby, It's hundred and f- eighty-two thousand Okay, mine aren't
3: emails. like that, but that's literally because I turned off half of my notifications. But still, same. Twenty-four missed calls. Fucking hundred and something unread. Yeah, 7, you're not a dick. Emails. You just have
0: a little bit of anxiety.
3: Yeah, dude, yeah, I'll get I to love... it when I get
2: to Man, it. I'm, I'm sorry,
0: mom. <laughs> I love it. I'll everyone come back. I the... promise.
2: It is the idea of like, so unfortunately, mytism is also, it has to stay at zero. So I have to like click on everything. I used to be like that. Yeah. So I then just I reset up. it because if I give up, I will literally do, it just disappears. You just forget and you're like, no, oh, DM, yep, Discord and stuff like that. I have an unread message box of just like flooded stuff. And now DMs on IG, the other two categories. I like, I don't even open those anymore because I'm like, nope, stress, don't. Like I'm gonna freak the fuck out about it. I'm not I'm trying here. to change
0: the subject. I really fucking like that shirt. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: It got a compliment. Eli
0: feels pretty. Yeah. Pink.
2: <laughs> I love my color pink. I don't know why that's just become a thing, but dear God, it works. I'm
1: like yes. When when good. we did my fight, like I specifically told Bunker, I'm like, we need three regular cream color shirts and one pink one. And I rocked that pink shirt. Damn yeah, right, you fucking did. Just Still did. got blood on it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like the bro hugs? I'm like, yeah. what's that?
2: Oh, it's Brandon's blood. It's good. Or it's a lot. Mostly it Mostly
1: was, it was James. I, I thought I was bleeding more than I was because I of all the. I just saw like I hugged you guys and then I saw the blood and I was like,
0: oh, I'm fucked up. Dow <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you guys watch those fights last night? They were awful. awful. It was oh. terrible. Um I, And. I never had an opinion about the Dylan Danis uh, uh, Logan Paul draw. shit. I and I didn't even know that much about it, but that guy was like disgraceful. Like he should feel ashamed of himself. They're both kind of shitty people. Yeah. Uh,
1: like if you just look at just all their like fraud shit and like all the different like pump and dumps they've done, like they're they're shitty people. Good businessmen, but like the, those fights were like I can I can I can set that aside if you're entertaining to watch. Those were just shit fights. They were no. fucking awful. Yeah.
0: What bothered me the most too, I just I got to thinking about this. I watched the, the post fight when that uh Tommy Fury and KS1. The, I I know Tommy Fury is from <laughs> Manchester.
3: <laughs> Welcome back to KS1 Racing, <laughs> fucking-
2: I want that is just gonna be KSI, KS1. but like Oh KSI, With, yeah. Uh, yeah, With missing one chromosome <laughs> or added one, it's just made KS1.
1: Oh. KS1. <laughs>
0: uh, well, that that Fury, the younger brother, he's from Manchester. He's from where the fight was, and then I'm pretty sure KSI is from like London. And when they were chatting at each other after <clears throat> the fight, I couldn't understand. They talked in full English, which full English is. On, you can't understand fucking, it. I'm talking I I saw like your, Brad Pitt and I saw your, your stories about this. last time. It bothered yeah. me just like, so ah. much. This was their back and forth. Listen here, bro. My sabotee. That was a to doubt it's out. And they did that back and forth. And I got so fucking angry. And I started thinking how <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. other day I was watching... David Ortiz, a great baseball player uh, who never started speaking English until he was 20 years old and came over here and played baseball and they started shoving microphones in front of his place. He talks like this. He's from the Dominican Republic, man. I can understand him perfectly. Arnold Schwarzenegger, didn't speak a leak, lick of English, from rural Austria. Moves here, learns the language, everybody knows what Arnold's saying. Ichiro Suzuki, who's not even from a freaking European language family, He, from Japan, didn't come over to the United States to play baseball until he was 28 years old, did his entire Hall of Fame induction speech in English. You can understand what Ichiro has to say. Eli, from from two different countries that don't speak English. How the fuck, how the <laughs> fuck do these two knuckleheads from England not be able to speak the fucking English language?
3: Yeah, how do they sound like two mastiffs growling at each other through a,
1: through a fence, dude, just like... <laughs> I was watching your stories about that last night. It was fucking
0: hilarious. It
2: bothered me. <laughs> I love when Jack gets Why off. do we keep... <laughs> <laughs> <you> just, <sighs> <Yeah. gasps> the yeah. fight sucked yeah. it, because it, it sucks for just... At a boxing level, that is how you take away from boxing. You have this huge influx of people. You get everyone riled up. They get paydays, but it's it hurts the sport because now you have a dude laying on his back doing
1: whatever Dennis did. That the, was yeah. fucking stupid. Climary, uh, you know, the, the sport of boxing is going to hell in a handbasket, but Prime is going to sell for 20% more now. They uh, did that job really good. Yeah. Dude, MMA ruined boxing
3: is what it is. It's like now, like what would have been an entertaining boxing match like 25 years ago before MMA. Now you're like, what is
1: happening? Because well, dude? dude, we watched the fucking fights right after, like uh, after the Dylan Dennis, uh, Logan Paul, all that shit was done. We watched the UFC fights right after. Like, those are back, Right. Those are And athletes. then you're like, oh fuck, that's what a real fight looks that's, like.
3: Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like a UFC prelim fight is better than a pay-per-view boxing fight Literally. just because shit's happening. And
0: those like, MMA like, fighters now, they're they're coming from the generation, you Got know when when, next when it popped caliber. off, yeah. When we and we were watching it, it was the Dells and the Coutures. Those guys are like, yeah, I wrestling in college, then I just learn to take a punch to the face, and they they kind of they made the sport popular. But these guys now, they didn't come from one background, you know, this wrestling or five. boxing. They have been doing MMA since five. They have been learning everything because it's what it's that switch from. Um, uh, who's the American
2: Japanese guy that was doing karate for the long? Uh, Oh, Sage Northcutt. Oh, Sage. I mean, Sage is a good uh, example. And it was before him, he was uh, Machida. Machida was just a karate practitioner. And he's a world champion because he used karate in a different way. He was like, oh, these, I don't know, grappling to the next level. And I don't know. uh, Which he's Brazilian, right? Uh, Yeah, I think he was a Japanese-American guy. But he would stand backwards. Uh, Machida might have been actually Brazilian. But he would fight backwards. So how he would fight Karate standstill, and he would attack when they would dive in or anything, and it worked. He, would, it, that's how he got world champion in the UFC as a karate practitioner, and
1: it was a weird offset. They're like, man, this that, that must weird. have been like really early UFC. Two, like, yeah, I like because Ken Shamrock was a yeah, karate that was guy. Post
3: Anderson Silva, because it was like, like the first five years was all
2: 12, different yeah, shit, yeah. and then like after that was all BJJ. Yep. Yeah, yep. so it was, uh, nine two thousand nine to two thousand twelve era. So this is still later. It was just that weird, those one offs. Because then you'd have, like, yes, you have, uh, like, as BJJ or strikers, then it's. High, whatever. Yeah. And then
3: it's. It because took it from um, Rashad Evans. Yeah. Right? They That's right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And
2: he, like, Mashida fought some, like, gangster BJJ and fighters. Like, he, he fought some top tier dudes and he beat them across the board. And Did then you after,
1: watch Ahsoka, by the way? Oh, I need
2: to. <laughs> I need to watch so God damn it. Like, I feel like
1: we're talking about fighting on a podcast and like, oh god, like we've lost half the audience It doesn't go outside. <laughs>
2: like,
0: no, video games, go! I, I didn't, stories, I didn't go! fucking watch this. Oh either. man, I, you know what? The big guy just got Big Caleb. He bought a freaking uh an arcade, an actual arcade-size arcade, size arcade I saw thing. That. that was pretty cool. But it's Ooh. got like 400 games on it and you can download any game you want to it. So and he, so he's got an actual arcade where he can play any arcade game from the last freaking 40 years that he wants to at any time. It's my buddy kind of has vibe. that.
3: He has like a my buddy Jake Rubel that my tours with me. Watching. He has like a like a Joust Defender arcade cabinet, but it's got one of those like Pi little computer things in it. Hello yeah. oh, so uh, the uh what do you call those the
1: rasp-
0: like Raspberry Pi. Yeah, Raspberry yeah. Pi.
3: There you go. And like the emulator or whatever so it's All the arcade games, all the like Sega games and stuff, you can all, yeah, that's awesome. And there,
0: and you know, when I was thinking, okay, that's minimum 5,000 bucks. He said counting shipping, it was only 900 bucks. You're shitting me.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude! I would. To- I'm buying one of those as soon yeah. as we get off this that, podcast. Before you fuckers can, are. before you fuckers can bid against me on eBay, <laughs> I'm buying one for myself. Fuck
0: you, yeah. dude! I they have a feeling own it
3: before this gets published, I think they're so the then- only
0: ones doing it, and uh, they're pretty new, so I would get it now because they're going to go up in price. Yeah, uh, it's called a. Uh, am I okay to plug random shit on yes, here? Yes, of course. It's called a Legends Ultimate Arcade Full Size Game Machine. Uh, it's rad as shit. What's this yeah, old, uh... I,
2: I need to get an arcade. I'm surprised this house doesn't have a fucking arcade in it. How we, often we are you guys out. hanging out yeah, here outside good. of the show? Yeah, never. Front room. Yeah. Room. Yeah, I know, the front room. Like, we
1: never hang out here. We have, like, new things that we're doing upstairs, adding on to it. We got a business in the works. Although there is a lot of cool nerdy shit around here. Like, you guys don't even see, like, there's, like, fucking Star Wars art, like, behind the cameras and shit. Like, it's, it's not, like... Auschwitz in here. like. <laughs> yeah, there's you, there's well,
3: two gee. nude cutouts of Henry Cable. Yeah.
1: It's true. And Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. He's just looking sexy. What are you
2: saying, Jack? Jack, you good? He got caught up in that <laughs> handsomeness. Dude, dude Henry Cable's He made eye contact. Like, he made eye I want to fuck Henry Cable, dude. <laughs> Just big H, bro. <laughs> just big H, just looking like a, a
0: dime piece. Dude, do you, think a you, man,
3: you think a man like that
0: gets fucked? Oh, dude. You, <laughs> know, you know, think
3: a man like that
0: gets <laughs> fucked? You know how you see an English person and you can tell they're English? They do have like a an emaciated look about them. That I, you could never. That, that guy looks like he's from uh New York, born and bred. Uh, yeah, and, he's and a lawyer. From Manhattan, yeah.
1: The emaciated look. It's like, yeah, they don't eat McDonald's once a week. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <American> those emaciated fucks <laughs> in the UK. He looks
0: American-colored, man.
1: He really does. He does. Yeah, you always forget he yeah. is.
3: He's a, not gaunt. <laughs> when I heard him
1: speak in his natural voice for the first time, it fucked my head up. Oh, because he always plays American characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's like him and uh, Hugh Lowry, uh, House. H- Hugh movie. Lowry, yeah. And then Christian Bale.
0: And, oh, uh, I always forget that. Christian Alba. B- like, Gerard Yeah, Butler? every time... Yeah. Christian
1: Bale's what? Is he Australian or is he Christian
2: Bale's English. British. He's Welsh. Welsh. Welsh, oh yeah, okay. okay. British, he, yeah. He's just the perfect actor on like- He's and, good, yeah. He's one of the best. In my opinion, I think he's top tier on method acting. You have Him only, and Daniel Day-Lewis, dude. Yeah.
5: Woo, <laughs> woo, Public Service announcement. Attention all my bearded beasts from stubble to Maine. If you didn't already know, Manscaped now sells beard products. You heard that correctly. The leaders in below the waist grooming changed the game with their Beard Hedgered Pro Kit. And now they're going a step further with a brand new handyman. G-Van, punch in, punch in, punch in. An electric face shaver for a quick and convenient way to achieve a clean shaven look. Whether you're looking to sharpen up your neckline or give your face that smooth finish, the handyman has you covered. Go to manscaped.com and use code UNSUB for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to go from five o'clock shady to yeah, baby. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to your stubble trouble with the Manscaped beard hedger.
2: I have a weird beard because my genetics. Looking for something, dare I say, smoother? Look no further than Manscaped's new handyman's face shaver. If
5: you're like us, you know clean shaven is a hassle. Ew, that's why you use this. The handyman by Manscaped. So get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com if you use code UNSUB. So get 20% off and free
2: shipping with code UNSUB at manscaped.com. I do not do it! And uh, yeah, you only have a handful of method actors now. Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, it's not everybody because nobody they wants died. to work with yeah. them. It's
3: because they die. <laughs> it's because they die. <laughs> <laughs> they get that one character and they go to method, and then they're gone, yeah. dude. R.I.P. Heath Ledger.
1: Like, thank God Heath Ledger wasn't around when they were cast when they were casting for Dahmer. Oh, oh yeah. just start fucking kidnapping Jeez. people.
2: I just really felt like I needed to get
0: into it. That's, that, that's what that I feel like
3: that's what
2: that
0: army that Jared hammer guy is preparing who's the most for. Punchable motherfucker in Hollywood, Jared Leto. That's what he was doing when he was getting ready for his Joker role. He was doing like some real fucking just oh, un, yeah. un, like, unnecessary shit to the other cast. Yeah, he yeah. like nailed, you don't need to do that if you're a good actor. You don't need to be a fucking weirdo. You can just show up and do your job. Yeah, he, like like he like mailed
3: Margot Robbie like a dead ferret or yeah. something. Yeah,
0: I feel
1: like method acting is just an excuse for actors to, to be, be a, a dick. Asshole. Yeah, ooh, I mean, Shia Laboof Shia LaBeouf. Well, he's just crazy. Yeah, crazy. I, he may just be <laughs> crazy. crazy. Yeah, but that's the. Method, I like dude. those that's weird things he was doing. Think,
0: the, the, my favorite was when Shia LaBeouf s- streamed himself sitting in a theater for like two days straight, watching his own movies. Oh, Brilliant. yeah, I forgot he did that. Yeah, yeah. my
3: favorite he, was uh, when he was doing the Fury the Tank movie. He wouldn't and he shower at all. Wouldn't that. shower, and he cut his own <laughs> face, and would pick the scabs between takes to make the wound look fresh.
2: Yeah. That's awful. Totally. I know. You know what? With those kind of budgets, you can hire a makeup person. (laughs) I didn't know he went through that level. Like, listen to Shia LaBeouf on how he talks now about his old mindset and how he was. Because he's like, yeah, I'm ashamed of uh, how I used to be as a piece of shit. He's like, I was just full of crap. I was a child actor who went off the deep end. Cause he, would, I mean, it would be hard. Imagine from a young age you were just presented the world, and then everyone bows down to you. On top of that, that yeah. that would
1: create a fucking issue. Like yeah. Brandon, you got big in the last few years, right? Yeah, I'm I'm so glad. Like I, I I've talked about this before on the podcast too. Like I'm so glad because <laughs> I've been doing YouTube since technically like 2007. Like yeah. just little YouTube channel. So you were pro,
0: you were 16 something like that? Uh, 10. yeah.
1: So well, yeah, no, way younger. I was like maybe like I don't know 10. Oh, 11. fuck. When I started like just started fucking around with video making and stuff like that. Uh, but that I, I didn't get popular by any meaningful degree until I was in my twenties, which I'm so thankful for. Dude, if I was like sixteen and blew up, oh yeah, I'd be an asshole. Yeah. I, I fully know Same. that. Like I would be yeah. a fucking dickhead. I
3: didn't start stand I didn't get into stand up until I was in my thirties at literally as a therapy like homework assignment. No shit. It's so like, yeah, go really? be
2: around people. Wait, go on. well, that's a fucking that yeah. doctor's
3: Dude, my my thing you struggle with
2: being in front of people.
3: No
1: let them judge
4: you.
1: It's the worst it's like the place fucking, to get judged. It's like the fucking accountant where it's like, oh, he hates uh, loud noises and stimuli. He needs more of it. Like yeah. it's like, well, but I mean, that of, kind of
3: works. So, but it was, it was an occupational therapist and like literally do, like doing talk therapy to reintegrate me into society because like way before COVID, like I, I got my first job as like in graphic design while I was still getting my bachelor's degree online was like working from home. So I was getting my degree online from home, working from home, and it reached a point where it's like, I looked up one day, it was like, oh, I haven't peopled
2: in nine months. I don't need to touch grass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am grass, <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
3: but yeah i started like after the diagnosis and working with the occupational therapist and stuff at a certain so you point had
0: never thought of doing stand-up before that
3: uh, i had i wanted to do stand-up when i was like 25 and i was like married at the time How and i'm you know? um, 35 35 okay so, so yeah, yeah i wanted to start like yeah a decade ago uh but i was again like easily manipulatable and like because I, like, didn't know what it was, but I knew there was something off in my brain, it was one of those, like, I was easily open to suggestions. So as soon, I was like, I'm going to so go do son. stand-up. Like, I wrote all these jokes. <laughs> and yes, yeah, like, I wrote all these jokes. I'm going to go to this open mic. And my ex-wife at the time just right, like, the day before was like, are you sure you think you're like funny enough that you're going to talk in front of other people and they're going to enjoy it? That is a hurtful thing for a significant
1: other to say. Yeah,
3: and at that that point I was like, you're right, I don't know what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) Fucking really? Yes. What do you think now, bitch? (laughs) (laughs)
2: um <laughs> that is such an autism yeah. it's like you're right oh, yeah. yeah you're totally i've right. gotten
3: standing ovations in arenas in front of thousands of people looks like you were wrong <laughs> like what's <laughs> the <laughs> bob barker line yeah. Fucking, <laughs> or, somebody like guessed wrong, wrong bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so Are yeah you- i was at the time uh it wasn't stand-up I, w- I wanted to make my own like adult animated cartoon series but i was i was trying to teach myself like storyboarding script writing animation like which is all exhausting yeah and so she the my occupational therapist literally was like you just put additional hurdles in front of you and the shit you need to get out of your brain to relieve that pressure is... on your executive function so cut out the middleman and she was like i want you to just take like three jokes from like the show you've been writing and just go do to an open mic and i was like well i can't exactly blah 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 and i was like but i can write some more and she was like fucking go do it and mm-hmm. then at that point, I had my medical marijuana prescription and my Welby like, emotional regulation. And I was like...
0: So, like, every stand-up.
3: Yeah, I was literally, I was like, <laughs> wait, maybe I, I can do this, you know? And then it happened. I went, I, I got laughs, like, on the first joke I ever told. And I was like, oh... Which doesn't... No. You're hooked. Yeah. yeah. The, as soon as you get that laugh, it's lit, like, I've never done it before, but I assume it's what heroin feels like. Dude, it's just <laughs> that immediate, like, you're like, oh, once it... Once it hits your bloodstream. I told
1: one joke and then I fell asleep and needed to be Narcan. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: basically. <laughs>
3: oh
1: yeah. <there> it is. <laughs> no, cause yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of your, your stuff. Like I I didn't even know, like I, I didn't know your name before yesterday, but I've seen your stuff before. And a lot of it's like the self deprecating kind of stuff and it Does works it? so fucking well for you.
0: I have a question. Yes. Uh, I, and I know it's different for everybody, but do the lights ever fucking jumble your brain? Uh,
3: so they used to. So when I first started doing stand-up, I would literally, I'd fully disassociate. I'd go on stage and I'd very still. I would I could I I could be still. I didn't stim, but I it was all of my willpower to just stand there and be still. So I would and it was but I was very flat, very monotone, no emotion, no expression, no nothing. And it wasn't until I figured out like I was literally with my therapist, and I was talking about... I was like, oh, I told this joke, and it didn't work. And she's like, wait, so you're telling jokes about autism, but you're afraid for people to see that you're autistic. And I was like, you bitch. You just... How'd you just... How'd you just unlock... You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes... I don't know if you've had this happen with your son. Like you might like be trying to explain something to him and he's just not getting it. And then you rephrase it in the one way that all of a sudden he's just like, oh, unlocked.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. It was
3: that. It was you're talking about autism, but you're afraid for people to see you as autistic. And I was like, motherfucker.
1: Ding! Yeah, because you. No, it's it, like the Eminem eight mile thing. Right. It's like once once you call it out, it's like, oh, damn, that's part of the bit now and you can't use it against me. And, and you yeah. lean into it. Yeah. Like, fucking fool. And you have
0: some it. good old fashioned mom spaghetti afterwards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would, and literally
3: because literally it'd be sometimes like in between jokes where I'd take a breath and like I'd start to stem or something or people would like you could hear it in my voice and people would be like, what's wrong with them? But because I wasn't just
2: L- owning it,
3: you know, exactly. And so then I like I started like kind of tailoring my material to that. It's like, OK, I'm just right up front. Hey, you're probably wondering what's going on. <laughs> me too, <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> that kind of shit. And
2: just you, dealing with it right up front. And you've explained it, and this one thing—it's—it it resonated extremely quickly with me. Is like you see certain words in everything and everything, they just the imagery just pops yes. in your head. Or yeah. so if it's like a joke or anything, it's like it just—it's a image instead of like a word or whatever. How yeah.
3: Am- so Temple Grandin, who is like one oh. of the
2: original like,
3: distributors of, like, hey, this is what autism is and, like, this is what we're capable of kind of thing, which now people hate her, but... Why? uh, I guess because she's she said some stuff that, like, some of, like, the more... Like, progressive parts of like the autism community Dude, di- disagree with. But I, I'm gonna wait till so you're the, done, but I got a rant
0: for that bullshit. <laughs> no, no, the, the worst, worst fucking people in the yeah. world. No, I uh, swear to fucking god. Like you look at anything. Like I told you earlier, I used to do jokes about Tourette's syndrome, and they, they would get like fucking flagged and taken down because ter- mm-hmm. Tourette's syndrome people were such little fucking babies. <laughs> and no, no. And then I was having a. Uh, we know a lot of people missing limbs from war, and uh, <laughs> one or two. I was talking to them. They have their community of peace. Amp- they're, they're like oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had, missing that two-piece yeah. biscuit. But there, there's like people in that amputee community that we don't want it to be called ampute amputee. That's offensive. We want it to be called what non. The fuck else uh, do you want to be called? Dude, I know
3: non-ambulatory. So, no, it's like we're able, but what its it is?
0: These it, ADA it's always, recipient, like what the fuck? What you, happens like, is people have something that's like distinctly <laughs> unique about them, and yes, they probably had to suffer with it alone at a, for a long time, but they think that they get to call the shots, like they're the fucking only ones.
3: At, at, yeah, there's people out there that's like my experience is the only correct exp- way he, to experience this and thing.
0: Even if they didn't have that condition, they'd be bitches anyways. That that's just how they're wired. Yeah. They're wired to be babies.
3: Yeah. Well, and there's also the yeah, there's also the. We kind of have a, a, a conversation about this. There's like the the group that like online that's like the oh I'm undiagnosed autistic.
2: That's a huge.
3: thing. It's a right huge thing. Now. And like I then under- go get
0: diagnosed or shut the fuck right. up.
3: Well, and I, I I do understand like as an adult like how hard
0: <laughs> I, it was. I just to don't want to know.
2: Right. But that but I like, like that ambiguity adult, in the back of my head. I just head. like he went against it. He went to get misdiagnosed. Yeah. He's like I'm not fucking autistic. You sir, you are autistic. Yeah. You're well, one of the worst but- we've <laughs> ever seen. Well, <laughs> oh, but that's the thing. Like, like can we study you? <laughs> like,
3: in, in in a very small number of cases, there is a validity to self-diagnosis, right? Like if you are in a community that is too poor, there are no resources, things like that, like you can do all the research and just not be able to get to someone who can actually give you the diagnosis. I do understand that. But then there's other people. who It's like, you live in one of the biggest cities in the world. You're right next to one of the largest healthcare facilities in the world. You would get a diagnosis at any time so, you want. a so real question, though. You can't
1: get a diagnosis. Real, real question. What is the advantage of getting a formal diagnosis?
3: Uh, There's a couple. Like, one, it's the, like, the, like, the validation. Like, in your own mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you've yeah. ever dealt with any kind of mental healthcare stuff, just, like, having someone, like, an expert tell you, like, no, you're not crazy, Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you do need that.
5: Eli! Hey! Eli!
2: Where am I? How have you been sleeping so well in this Texas heat? Have you ever felt one of these ghost bed pillows? The cooling technology is mind blowing.
5: It's got to be one of the best parts about ghost bed. The cooling technology built into the pillows and mattresses really helps cool us down. Sleep wherever you want. Like your bed. Your ghost bed. (laughs) Ghost bed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't even really need to think about it. Cooling pillows and sheets and frames and mattresses and everything you get the best bang for your buck every mattress has a 20-year warranty some with 25 so oh. and you can try it out for 101 nights so if you don't like it you can send it back no hard feelings right now
2: GhostBed is offering 30% <laughs> off everything if you use code
5: unsub 30% off everything at ghostbed.com
2: unsubscribe
3: just for your own like self-confidence and and, and things like that because there's there's well, a point. I, I, I see yeah, where yeah. you're
2: going, because it is, like, for you. You'd be like, yeah. I'm ADHD, <clears throat> and my my stimming, because if you don't know what stimming is, you, it's like, so literally, you know, you're just going to look like a weird Why am person. I like this? So
3: what yes. he's doing right now is also stimming.
2: Yeah, Brandon's like, Br- like, like, no, that's just alcoholism. Like, <laughs> like, Are you talking about me? Yeah. No, fine. he's got the <laughs> No, no, no. Like, <laughs> Brandon, doing... you've never noticed you do that with your hands? I do, um, I know. I, like,
1: I just always thought you were coming off a bender. Well, I mean, both can be true, I guess. Okay,
3: so fun fact. He's got a (laughs) autistic part of what took so long. What's funny about the Bender shit is part of what took so long for me to get diagnosed and even notice that shit was wrong was. I spent so much time in my twenties, like in the military and post military, self medicating, drinking. Yes, yeah. with drinking, bro, shit. And it was like, oh, it was no, like it wasn't a weird thing to pregame before you'd go out to the bar. And then, but then at a certain point, you're you're like, oh, I'm pregaming the pregame because there's, it's my friend group, but there's two people who aren't like, in my head, they're not part of my circle, so I'm not comfortable with them. So I gotta have a few drinks before I even go in here. So it's you're autistic my and an group. alcoholic. Well, yeah, at a certain point, you realize you're like, oh, Welcome I'm doing this so people don't notice this and- yeah. Rainbow. Yeah, that, yeah. so I'm go- just saying, you might be. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah. there's, there's, it's not just hands. There's literally like hundreds of different, like there's nail biting, finger tapping, foot tapping, rocking, humming, a lot echolalia. of that, like a lot of the, I
1: think there's a lot of overlap too with like neat mu- movement. What? Non-energy. What is that? Like neat movement where like, you're just like tapping your leg, for example. Yeah. 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 yeah Rhythmatic like, movement. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's just like, and it has to happen.
0: Dude. That's why I used to go so hard on my comedy for years, making fun of veterans is because I saw... <laughs> Jack has a, He's starting this Yeah, hard, you might want to get like. off camera for this one, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. But there would be, the, the, you know, 75% of them are normal people that when they're done with it, they go back and contribute and they just... Move the fuck! But you got this twenty five percent who are the biggest goddamn babies, and they're so sensitive about shit that can't take a joke, and they're they're obnoxious, right? Well,
3: it's and, the it's the overcorrection. Yeah, which you know, it happens with everything. It's like oh, things were this way for so long, and it's like now we want equality, so we're gonna swing things so far back in the, this the direction yeah. that, that, that it pendulum. creates that it creates an unequal power vacuum back in the other we, direction. We talk yeah, about
2: veterans are some of it, like. Mm-hmm. Like a lot a lot of you need a reality check. I'll let Jack finish his statement. No, but- I'm
0: just saying man tw- <laughs>
2: GVN, we have to <laughs> bring change bring that bear. one rule <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bleep That's
0: demonetization,
2: unfortunately. Really? I oh, I yeah, so instantly. I glad I was off
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, Ooh, I, okay, so can I... You okay, can't be too much of a silly goose. I can't say the S word. Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: You can't mention people Ryan Reynolds-ing themselves. Thank okay. You. <laughs> oh, you.
0: can say, yeah,
1: the, the what is that, uh, Honorable Sudoku. Because okay. I've
0: always Before. wanted to do the bit where... Uh, uh, where oh, no. someone's doing the 22 push-up challenge, um, <laughs> but they're so out of shape that they can only do uh, 15, so seven veterans, you know, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's their see? fault because they're so out of shape. <laughs> Jack's really just,
2: but seven of them. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the yeah. seven, I like. And as you're struggling
3: to like, you're struggling to try and keep going, they line them up. They and line them up <laughs>
1: like, you better keep going, dude. You better keep He's going. A very sweaty Matt Best appears in front of
5: you. <laughs> yeah. You get, you get like one. You get I'm man. So come on, bro. One you
1: get, more.
3: You get, you get one more locked out. They're like, you're safe. He drops to his knees, just crying. He's that's like, what the
4: PT dude. tests are
0: for. Next, that's what the military. That's what the PT, PT, PT yeah. tests yeah. for. You failed. Next time, someone's. You next failed, time, someone. You failed them. Next time, you someone post, failed them. Next time, someone posts a 22 push-up video, I'm just gonna comment like, "Thanks, man. I was gonna do it." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just you say go, thank you, you, got you got on all those videos? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit.
1: Thanks, that was a close one. <laughs> that was a close one. Jesus. Oh my yeah. god.
2: Okay, Brandon, you were... <laughs> or, or even worse,
3: you, you like, Cat, like with the 22, you cut in and you go, well, three of those were incorrect.
4: So now... Yeah. <laughs> 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 no! <laughs> So well, three of those push-ups were regulation! Uh, <laughs> this is
1: half-counted it. Just because they're half-counted, so it's like the fight club out the fucking side of the mouth. Right?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what you cut in. You literally G-man's cut in and be, like, be, like, well, be like, well, three of those were a half count, so and then you boom. cut to the fight club scene.
2: GV is <laughs> just looking at the editing bar. He's like, I think this is a. How- I'll I'll okay, you, I'm, I'm being real, I'm being real <laughs> careful right now, Eva. I love it. I love yeah. it. So yeah, that was were, acceptable, I think.
1: You have a story that you've not told oh, God, yeah. that you were like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. was a, like I I don't get embarrassed often.
0: This was one of those moments. I mean we're, it's considering you've done YouTube, but you've been reading the comments section since you were ten. you <laughs> you've developed some it's, tough skin about things. oh, oh it's it's yeah. terrible for your mental
1: health. yeah, awful, awful. to hear what thousands of strangers think about you at any waking moment. that's fucking my terrible. one yeah. tip of a, what kills I say me yesterday?
3: A little inside don't read the comments never read the comments yeah. I, re- I, read <laughs> I read all, all of them, com- I read all all of them all too. Them. I read all of them. I reply to them. I do the whole. I die a little inside every day
1: dude. it's but what happened to me is I was at the fucking airport. so I, I have a like a mystery ranch three day assault pack like. Best backpack I ever fucking own. Shout out Mystery Ranch, I guess. They're fucking great. Uh, But it's got like little slots for patches or whatever. People send me dumb patches and shit. And like some of this stuff I just think is funny. So I've got one of them. The one that I've got on the back of my backpack now is like, you know, like a Ranger tab. Except instead of that, it says special needs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just thought I thought that was funny as shit because, like, I'm, I never did anything in the military. Oh like, my I can't God. take any, like, stolen valor or whatever. Where's the story going? I'm already liking the story. I'm still.
2: <laughs> you have a patch?
1: I literally so, started rocking
3: back and forth as soon as he said, You got a
2: special needs patch. I was like, I got to get one of
3: them.
1: I'm standing in a line to board the fucking plane at an airport. <gasps> and there is <laughs> behind me, someone taps on my shoulder, and it's this really nice lady. Excuse me, sir. Because um, it's a it's a multicam camo backpack. Like it looks like military shit. It's just a nice backpack. Uh, she's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, your patch. What what does it mean? And I'm like, excuse me. Like I have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And I I like take it off for a second. Like, oh oh that oh that was just a. I'm sorry. It's just a joke. Like it's you know I thought it was kind of funny. I, I put it on there. I didn't think about it. She's like she's clearly defeated. She's like, oh, I have a a son who's. Who special needs and he uh, he really wants to join the military. I didn't know if there was a, a special division. Or, oh. I have to stand in line with her for another ten minutes. Where oh. I was like, oh no, ma'am, I'm sorry. I just it was it was a joke. So it, you uh, didn't just tell her about the Marine
0: Corps. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't just you didn't just tell her about the Marine Corps. They will pick him up from a home. <laughs>
2: Keep him. (laughs) 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 him? (laughs) him him,
1: (laughs) So that that was uh, that's one of those
3: stories I would have never. You don't even have to clean his cage
2: or anything. They'll have one for him, dude. Oh my god! I just I'm surprised you you were like give that to
1: him. Yeah. He's a a special little soldier. Hey, can you imagine that
0: sketch? The special need division training? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun to write.
1: That would be be amazing to star in. It's like bad company.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like the inglorious bastards, but they're all special needs.
1: (sighs) What would that sound like? The (laughs) retarded bastards. (laughs) Inglorious retards. <laughs>
0: the bear, tar- the bear, tard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's like the guy, with the master blaster from Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> master- <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Who runs Barter Town? Holy shit, guys. Oh, God. That's fucking bad. This is the one. I know. This is the one. This I'm like, what is it? We never tip the line. It's like, wham. It's just hitting every, the fucking line. I'm the i one know. the that Dad. needs to
1: be like the most proper out of any of us. And like every time I'm fucking on, we're always like, this
0: is the one. <laughs> <laughs> I do so much, um, not mundane, but I do so much like I'm more doing more behind the scenes stuff, which is um, fulfilling, but it's like I don't get to be as janky as I used to. So. I like I hold it all in and then I show up here. I'm like I, I can say that really okay because you're like you've been doing your
2: uh, interviewing old vets like World yeah, War yeah I'm like two. getting
0: World War Two veterans to cry these days, which is like serious business. That was really cool. That was the, yeah. I saw that. that was yeah, really nice. I'm like five for five for getting veterans to cry on camera. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Go on. No, I'm just saying I'm really good at getting war vets to cry on camera. You're doing, I mean, you're doing really good
1: at it. And it is such a Should shift. we let the audience know what he's actually talking <laughs> about? Yeah, I'm no, okay, bullying don't don't or into that a little <laughs> Oh, no, no.
0: Oh, no, I'm not. He's not bullying. <laughs> I'm no. not bullying <laughs> them. I'm not telling you them to Ryan shit. Reynolds themselves. I'm making yeah. a 98 year old man cry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, t- uh, get, I'm getting them to tell their stories. But yeah, it's very fulfilling. But like, yeah, that, I. it's less cockapoo pee pee these days for me from my nine to five and, and more that. So this is. Cause it is a big shift for you on your style of content, your usual
2: Jack stuff. Yeah, cause Jack, we've said this before, and I've said it like last on the Drunk History one. I was like Jack fucking just do history stuff you have like a deep knowledge
1: on history lean into yeah. it and you're like but what
2: about I'll, my belly i'm like no a lot of people jack. <laughs> see
1: jack the actor and like they see a lot of like the the purposeful like dumb crazy shit you do but like the yeah, lot of i like and know, i like, like
0: playing those characters uh, and I, it's yeah. fun
1: i get it but like you're really actually like i genuinely think
0: you're a very smart man you've got a oh, lot of you. knowledge and i, I respect <laughs> you i was just thinking about this on the car right over here okay you want to do history here's a history bit This is one of the most bizarre stories in the history of the United States. I I don't know if I said this last show, so if I did, just I don't remember it. So, but in 1864, (laughs) was drunk in in the late winter of 1864, uh, Robert Todd Lincoln was standing on a train uh, platform in Patterson, New Jersey, (laughs) waiting to get waiting to get on the train. Uh, They didn't have airplanes in 1864. Nope. Um and all of a sudden the trains coming up and the crowd that was your ca- history
1: fact of the day
0: yeah they were <laughs> no plane no yeah eighteen sixty four no. anyway autism <laughs> yeah. I <was> uh, saying, <laughs> did he
3: brought up the story for me dude he's <laughs> like I'm gonna say trains as many times <laughs> as possible <laughs> <laughs> dude, we're fifteen seconds into the story he said trains yeah. seven times dude yeah. this is my, for me hey, you guys we, shut up for a second <laughs> go and, on and, <laughs> uh, and it was a
0: steam engine.
2: I hate that I know. Yeah. So back in the day, it used to from uh, your train story uh, for six, it used to take six months on carriage to cross the United States. Uh, but trains limited it, brought it down to fourteen and then ten days with uh, four, down to four days was the fastest. Transcontinental railroad, yeah. and yeah, yeah. But it went from Union like Pacific, six whatever. months, yeah, six months to that. Trains yeah. changed America.
1: Go on, Jack. Well, I love there. how we all had to have an autism moment of <laughs> yeah. about, about, about reference trains. for trains. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's like, oh, I know no. you're the autistic oh, one, but no. let me tell you this train fact. Yeah. <laughs> the episode is going to be like, we're autistic, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, so, Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: Here's your token Tourette's guy chiming in. <laughs> um, 1864. So Robert Todd Lincoln, the son of President Abraham Lincoln, sitting President Abraham Lincoln, uh, 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 the crowd surged as the train was coming in, and he got pushed off the platform. Um, and so he's literally seconds away from getting smashed by this train. How much do you think it weighed? That doesn't really have anything to do with story. I just thought you would know. Nope. <laughs> uh, not a, okay. I'm not a numbers I'm kinda, autistic. Okay. I looked at him like autistic. he would have an answer. I, yeah, don't, I, know. I don't know why. Yeah. So no, we,
3: I'm not the numbers the autistic. I was trying to, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I could come up with a cat, like how far it would throw him. but <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Out of the blue, right as he's about
2: to. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch Go
0: out of the blue, right as he's about to get smacked and die from this train, this hand comes down, grabs him, and launches him up from the train platform and saves his life. And like Li- uh, little baby Lincoln's standing there, he looks up and it's this—he recognized who it was right away. He was one of the most famous actors from one of the most famous acting families in America. It was John. Wilkes-Bee. It was Edwin oh. James Booth. Holy shit! Okay, Wait, is this? A- this okay, is a real on. story. This is. The, I'll. I'll uh, it's been proven edwin james booth and robert he didn't uh, booth didn't recognize lincoln back then no one gave a fuck what the president's kids look like but like yeah. Bo- uh lincoln recognized booth like they were he's... like the freaking barrymores at that time of american acting royalty well if he's saving kids from trains he was
1: like the the keanu reeves of you know 1864 yeah, yeah. like just a really nice guy actor. yeah just a
0: nice guy actor <laughs> well and he was this is the, so yeah. the most bizarre part so anyways, they have a brief exchange. It's a thank you. Then he gets on the train, and Robert Todd Lincoln literally was um, had just commissioned in the Army. They sent him to go like work for Grant. They're like, we're not putting this kid on the front lines. He told this story, and people were like, holy fuck. And then, of course, four or five months later, uh, Edwin's younger brother, who uh, was kind of a piece of shit, uh, John Wilkes, assassinated the father of Robert Todd Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, just four or five months later is when the assassination happened. No shit. So, and, uh, so, so one Booth,
3: brother saves the son, the other brother kills the father.
0: Yeah. And this, by the way, like Edward biblical. he wasn't like yeah. a political guy. And, you know, everyone. when you're in the middle of a civil war, people expect you to take sides. He never really did that. He just, <laughs> he maintained himself as an actor. He was like grief stricken. Like that was like a family embarrassment. You know, oh, I my brother it. Yeah. killed the president. But that's like the equivalent today. Okay. If like. Hunter Biden was, like, on a four-day crack bender, and he's on a plane sitting in Comfort Plus And he's like, I'm going to open up the fucking emergency exit. And and everyone's panicking. That they don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden— he got first, crack strength. Yeah, so he's, he's got a, crack strength. He might actually do it. And all of a sudden, from first class, comes running one of the Jonas Brothers and stops him <laughs> and saves his life and everybody else's life. And then five months later, one of the Nick Jonas decides to go cap Papa Joe. That's like, <laughs> what are the fucking chances? That would be. I mean, that is
1: front line. How is also, that a somebody dress should pop? check on the Jonas brothers. <laughs> we should probably use the Hemsworths.
0: Yeah, the Hemsworths. That's yeah, a better example. Yeah, jo-
1: the Jonas brothers. I don't. I don't know if anybody would recognize them. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of the Hemsworth. Oh, that's yeah. the guy who used to date Swift. Chris Taylor is the Swift. good guy. Yeah, yeah. Chris is the good guy, and whatever the fucking the 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 Liam. other one. Yeah. Liam. Liam. Yeah. yeah. God, I think the the, there's a from third
1: that, that nobody uh, knows about, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like,
3: yeah. is it but, just me, or does Liam look a little special needs? <laughs> it's
1: just. <laughs> I just think. Well, he's going to be the new Witcher.
3: Yeah, but he looks, you know what I mean? Like, he looks he's like got he a little Eli a Manning games.
1: about him. He's just like, I mean. Eli
3: Manning now? Yeah. He's okay. Okay, there we go. That's what it is. Liam Hemsworth looks like Eli Manning got in that machine that Steve Urkel used to become, like, Stefan, Stefan Urkel.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know what I expected you to say, that was, that was not it. That was not
2: going in that direction. But now that i said it, Wait, am I wrong? No. I'm, I'm more on the fucking... How big was this national news during that time frame? Because well, the
0: assassination definitely was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But they made a this, couple of newspapers. It, it, no, it it wasn't a real. It was a known story within certain circles. And what happened was years later, Robert Todd Lincoln, arguably, if if you take just. Robert Todd Lincoln arguably went on to have a way more successful career than his dad did. He became the Secretary of State. He was the ambassador to London or to to the United Kingdom. Like, he had a very successful life. And he worked under Grant's presidential administration. He told Grant the story. This was, like, 10 years after his father died. Grant wrote a personal letter to Edwin Booth thanking him, basically. And that letter basically, like, was the only thing that, like, Edwin Booth clung to as far as, like, Closure during That's that whole really incident. Cool. Yeah, yeah that is cool. and Edwin Booth's career was already pretty popping during the Civil War. He went on to play Hamlet, which is like a big deal back then. Like he was like became, he was the Tom Cruise of America, and Americans generally did not hold it against him for what his brother did, which is crazy. That's pretty what, easy. What's
1: crazy? That a lot of people. What a lot of people don't know is how mu- how deep that assassination plot went. As far as how deep it, sh- it, it, it like what they planned they hung on nine doing. right. What's Up, they hung nine. Well, that what they planned on doing, like they were, they were, they were trying to take out like Seward, Seward Stanton, yeah, uh, the like the VP, Secretary of War, like. but
0: like one of the guys was what we would now refer to as retarded. Lewis Payne was his name,
1: <laughs> yeah. He, like,
4: he, oh,
3: looking dude, back so on radio him, like, ruined their plan, is what you're saying, <laughs> <dude>. yeah.
0: <laughs> But the, Lewis so Payne, wait, who was supposed he to like do?
2: what? What Lewis? Sorry Payne. for interrupting you. No, Lewis no, know no. Payne, I, no, I, I, I no he was I one of the conspirators. Okay.
0: conspirators. But he fucked it up because he was like retarded.
1: Yeah. So he just because ever, everybody, everybody had a guy to kill, and John Wilkes Booth was the only one. Like, ironically enough, the guy at the fucking you know tip of the spear, only guy who actually followed through because he had everybody access to else. those theaters. That's mm. why it was supposed to be like a like. Four th- like unified- four things at once, like they were going to wipe out the entire fucking high command of the
0: United States, like yeah. a full coup. Oh no, shit! So yeah. this is a deep and plan. this was right it after was a, it was a conspiracy.
1: Yeah. I, excuse my historical ignorance here, but I think this was right after after Appomattox. Yeah, so like it was like it was clear that the, South was uh, not the assassination
0: win. happened. The yeah, the it was the f- ninth when they signed. I believe the assassination happened on the fourteenth, so like five days later. Is when it happened, but they had been planning it before. They knew the thing was coming to an end. This was like the yeah. last, you know, Hurrah. yeah. And it all dang, see, that's like this is because you did your video on
1: the Lincoln assassination, yes. which is like testing the dummy and the ballistics for it. We're doing MLK next. That's gonna be a spicy one. Yeah,
2: dude. All Ooh. of them it, because we were talking about uh, on the drive here. I was actually explaining one of the during the uh, grassy knoll the bu- the ballistic being in k- like, staying in shape
1: is what caught yeah, everyone the, off the Joe Rogan <laughs> thing where he posted, yeah, yeah because that, and that's like and then the, the ballistics for 10 forward. million view video on that because it's like testing the Joe Rogan JFK theory because like and it and then you were actually surprised by that you're like, huh or were you surprised that? Well, so I will say there was a variable we didn't take into consideration, which like because we were just doing a dumb YouTube video. I thought there was going to be another video get six hundred thousand views, whatever. Got ten million. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> That's the
0: size of New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we didn't use the exact. If I knew it was going to be a ten million view video, I would have gotten the exact. Type of cartridge that they used because it was like a round nose projectile, which changes a lot. Changes a lot. So yeah,
0: with 10 million views, someone in the comment section is gonna call you
1: out, right? Basically. I think that's why it got 10 million views is because so many people were telling me I was wrong. <laughs> like the the engagement just shot through the roof. People like,
5: well, what actually?
1: Yeah. Ob- what obviously happened about JFK? It's like, well, it's yeah, clearly keep talking, not. And this is
0: getting monetized yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> ah,
1: yes. Lost <laughs> like it- me in your
0: judgment, red faces.
1: <laughs> but it's like it's clearly not obvious if everybody's still fighting about it 60 years later. Like, yeah. come on, dude, dude. So that that's one. Jack, what is your favorite
2: piece? Like, in your historic knowledge in America, what's your favorite time period?
1: I'll do one better. What's your favorite conspiracy?
0: Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know, I never... You know, it's something happens when you're a white guy and you hit 40. You really start thinking about conspiracy theories. You uh, look like a dude. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've, never really, they've never really interested me. Uh, but... From his, uh, one that happened that there is validity to it is the bombing of the USS Maine, which is what took us into the Spanish-American, Spanish-American. War. That was America's first kind of like false flag type of accusation that the United States um, basically conducted a bombing on, a, on a one of our own U.S. warships to justify going to war with Spain because it was a very, it was a very clear policy of the United States that we need to take back this hemisphere and spain was the last european power still um in the western hemisphere and so it was in it was in writing that we need to get the spanish out here for, out of here for like 80 years and so the argument is that we we um orchestrated the bombing of the uss maine in order to justify going to war with spain so um, do you
1: do you think it was actually like a purposeful bombing or was it an accident that was turned into an attack, quote
0: unquote. Realistically, that probably would have been the case more, right? Yeah, like a cigarette. Or maybe there there was a fucking bombing. There was a lot of like rebel groups and shit like that that had all sorts of different motives at that time. People forget whenever there's a revolution going on or any type of coup, it's not just one side versus the other. There's like 20 people throwing their fucking shit. Like when the Russian Revolution happened, it's not like Lenin led the charge. There was a lot of different political organizations that were vying to take over that vacuum.
2: Yeah, power vacuums. So they were like just the now. ones who did
0: it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, pretty Lenin, Lenin, No, it's just the, the Bolsheviks just happen to have the best muscle.
2: That's what happens with power vacuums. It's like no different than ISIS or anything. It's like, hey, we created this instability. They had the most power at the time. They rose up in right. Iraq and all of yeah. like that. But during that time frame. But else I, 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 I like that
0: one because I'm familiar with it. And it's, you know, it's long enough to, go. Re- it realistically could have happened. You know, we know the Gulf of Tonkin was kind of. It wasn't a false flag, but it was it was rooted in untruths. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Was that when it started? So that was our first documented like, hey, that's the first time shit. um, The American public kind of collectively started being like, did we do this on purpose? What what was the the
1: quote from the guy, the the newspaper guy? Like, I can't remember. It's like a famous quote, but it was something like you write the article. I'll write the news.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, could have been Joseph Goebbels. I don't know.
1: Uh well, no, it was about the Spain. Oh, oh, about really? The, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Or about yeah. the, the Maine, excuse me.
0: Yeah, and that was in 1898. So right when America's really hitting its industrial stride and everything, we're starting to become an actual not uh international power, but we were a power in the region. Um, so yeah. I like that one. And then that was when the West was.
2: We were still winning over the West at that time. A lot of people don't realize we, that
1: we were pretty much done by. But that we still well, there were still 18, pockets.
2: 1890s. Yeah. Uh, 1890s still the cattle wars and everything was going on. Right,
0: sheep wars, cattle wars. People were still fighting on horseback back then. Yeah. Fun story: Spanish-American War. Teddy Roosevelt. Can I? Can yeah, I? Go. Get it. Get um, it. I love some Jack
2: knowledge, dude. This yeah. dude this is Jack. This sucks. is like watching the Teddy Roosevelt in real life. Assistant secretary
0: <laughs> yeah, at the I'm Navy. I'm here for it. Like I'm I'm <laughs> so invested. I know, yeah. Everyone yeah. just shut up and we're like, "Go, Jack." I love this. Teddy Roosevelt was the assistant secretary of the Navy, which is back then especially was a fucking prestige. He was young. He was like early 30s he was bound for political greatness at that point he'd been hitting all the check marks so assistant secretary of the navy the great statesman he finds out the america's going to war and this is the thing it's the ironic thing that teddy roosevelt received a nobel peace prize when his the his proudest accomplishment was killing a Spaniard with his bare hands <laughs> um, but <laughs> america's so going to, america's going to war and he's like Fuck this Washington D.C. bullshit. Resigns and he goes right to the secretary. Right, right to the Secretary of War. He's like, I want to have my own cavalry regiment, and um, he becomes um, he becomes a battalion commander um, in for the the last cavalry regiment in U.S. history, the Rough Riders. Yep. And he and he did Teddy again raised in a prestigious family in New York. He was such an interesting character. He comes down to San Antonio to the Manger Hotel, the Manger Bar, which has been open since 1858. Where we just were like a week or two weeks ago. Yeah. He walks into that bar and he fucking and he says, I'm raising a fucking cavalry regiment of all the freaks and fucking weirdos and psychopaths from South Texas. And he recruits the Rough Riders. Uh, uh, he recruits a company of the Rough Riders. I love out this, of that play, bar. this part
1: of Texas where you only need to like walk in and say that, and you yeah. find your whole
0: group. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> any fucking psychopaths the, yeah. and freaks found him. There's a bullet yeah. hole in that bar that they say Teddy Roosevelt shot because he was getting to shooting matches in the bar. That who can shoot the closest type of masses. It's right near the mirror. As if you walk in from inside the hotel, there's a, a mirror right next to where the bartenders go behind the bar. All right. Yeah, and there's a hole right above. They say that's Teddy Roosevelt's bullet hole. But he raises, he trains them over at Mission Concepcion, which is one of our other. uh Not everything's the fucking Alamo. We got four other missions that are beautiful, and they're not like the Alamo, which is just a giant gift shop. <laughs> There's four other amazing <laughs> missions in San Antonio that not enough that that people don't go to. They're actually active Franciscan churches and owned by the Department of uh, Parks uh, or the, the 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 park department which Teddy Roosevelt created, one of his greatest legacies to the United States. Anyways, Teddy Roosevelt, they raised, they trained these guys to do cattle uh, or to to do horseback and become a cavalry regiment. And they get down to Florida, and they're about to board the boats, and they realize this is why I'm never, you never call anyone a poke, because pokes are important, because someone m- messed up logistically, and like we don't have room for these horses. They're like, okay, well, we're a cavalry regiment. It's just going to be you guys getting on the boat. So they take them down there, and they did all their fighting uh, in Puerto Rico and um, Cuba uh, as infantrymen at the last second and they charged san juan hill and teddy killed a bunch of spaniards and he got to knock that one off the check mark of things he wanted to do in his life and then he and then uh, he became president shortly after dude that dude is a baller
2: because he's what are his biggest accomplishments other than like that he just again coming from a prestigious life and yeah. then being like hey i want to learn boxing fighting he boxed
0: kangaroos in the oval office yeah
1: Cause like that's the thing
0: he's so, known for. Like you see so, like the
1: cartoons of him with the boxing gloves and everything. Yeah. So yeah.
3: Teddy Roosevelt was our Prince Harry.
1: No, he's better. I'd say no, better. no, no yeah. way yeah. better. Yeah. Because way like, better. he was the, the one he, that no was one no like, no, going to go fly. Prince Harry could only do, do so much. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Shit. and he's like, no I don't care
2: royalty Teddy would what? Because he did other crazy shit. That was like,
0: dude, like, Oh, where do you start? And again, his greatest legacy is his conservationist attitude. We have, um, oh, he created our park like system, the national best, parks. A, service, a the envy is all, of the world. Yeah. B, it's like really the only federal government entity that everyone can agree on. Like we need to have that. This is good. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Do you know why Teddy Roosevelt killed that Spaniard with his bare hands? He littered.
1: <laughs>
3: That's so Lord. we could have Yosemite. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Through his face <laughs> that Spaniard
0: <laughs> died for your natural freedom. Yeah. He
3: threw a sarsaparilla bottle out of the bar, and Teddy was like, "Not on my fucking watch, bro." So and that's
0: another thing with Cuba. It's like I started learning about Cuban history recently. Holy fuck, that's a country that's ha- has some stories to it. Holy shit, I've always just imagined. i I'm like, okay, there was a coup in the late fifties, and this asshole <laughs> took charge. Like, no, Cuba's uh, been in a constant state of revolution since. The, they it's, it's they make exception. us look like we're fucking stable as fuck. They, th- that, that is a land of fucking cowboys and interesting characters down the slave there. Slave trade, sugar, all that shit. Everything, like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's always been the center. Like, they arguably are the center of the, Amer- uh, the America's, the, the Western Hemisphere's freaking existence. In like,
1: in like a sci-fi sense, they always remind me of like the asteroid right outside of the civilized world that everybody does their trade at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, and that's, ex- that's what it was for hundreds of years.
1: They're the unregulated space station of the world. (laughs) Yep,
2: dude. It's crazy when you see, like, and and it's just one little thing. And they cause, I mean, the Cuban Missile Crisis, like, came from just that.
0: And you're like, what the fuck? The Soviets convinced (laughs) one country in the area, like, hey, you want to let us hang out for a bit? And it caused so much disruption.
1: (laughs) Almost ended 90% of life on Earth. Yeah.
0: And we miss that just because
2: wasn't there even a glitch in the radar? Or that's um, in the, that's a different story. It's, that's a phenomenal story. The
1: the Russian guy who, like, Basically,
2: some like we're not 24 year old lieutenant.
0: That's the one. Some lieutenant literally is arguably the greatest hero in the history of the world. And we don't know his fucking name, just some (laughs) lieutenant.
2: I hate that. I think He died like
0: four years ago or something. But we know the Jonas
2: brothers. (laughs) Yeah, we know the Jonas brothers. (laughs) Because that was a. He was. If he would have.
1: What's the story on that one. If he he did his job. All world on all life on on the planet yeah. would pretty much be done.
3: He basically disobeyed a direct order because yeah. he's like, Correct. I don't, mora- I morally object to this order. Yes, and I'm not gonna fucking lose. Yeah, the and missiles. he had
0: just much knowledge, just enough so knowledge for, for, the for the audience his job.
1: Who, who doesn't know the story. Uh, After you, oh shit. Well, I, Jack, Jack, you're the historian, bro. Please I can you. recap it v- vaguely, but like, I don't. I you could probably tell it better.
0: Uh, just vaguely. It's um, he uh, there was a glitch on the screen. And, uh, it was pointed that there were missiles coming from American station Europe, uh, uh, and he was being told from every direction, uh, launch these missiles into Western Europe. Um, and he had enough knowledge to understand something was off with this, like to understand that it was a glitch and he disobeyed the orders to fire back and, uh, turns out it was a glitch and had he freaked out. And people forget, at this period, in early 80s, this is right when Reagan was starting to ramp up that we're going to dismantle this. Thing. Like, it was tense. And so he, if he hadn't had the presence of mind to do what he did, the world would be gone. I forget gone. how the glitch worked. It was like one or two, and he's like, uh, uh it, it doesn't,
2: doesn't, doesn't make right. sense. Yeah. On the, yeah like It
1: yeah, was like a like fucking seagull on the radar kind of shit. Like, just a weird random one-off. Yeah. And it was that bleep, but the immediate response was, it was like, fucking launch, launch, launch. And he was like, yeah. ah, man, I don't think this is a good He's idea. like, on the off chance that this is not real. Like, that's the kind of guy that
0: world. we deserve to ha- fly him out to the United States to get, like, a presidential medal of freedom.
1: Yeah.
2: That, I mean, we should know his name. Yeah, yeah the world <laughs> like, should know that guy's the name. the world should know his yeah. name. I
0: think it's public who it is, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the Soviets released, it's not like they hid what happened. Like yeah. everything turned out fine, he was a hero. But yeah, it's yeah. Those are the, the names. People the Soviets should know. were basically like, just so you guys know, you owe him a thank
1: you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: just so you know, we were fully ready to go. <laughs> we were gonna like, kill everyone.
1: Yeah. Our, our reply is like, well, just so you know, we were working on that whole Iron Dome technology like fucking decades before yeah. you thought we were. So like, we'd be fine. But yeah. you
2: know, uh. which is crazy because Soviet at that time, it is crazy that they. Did he get punished for that entire thing? Or was it punishing at first? Or then it is like clear. I think it was at
0: first he got punished, but like they figured for ignoring out. Yeah. Okay. I'm
3: sure he spent a day or two.
2: That's I think
0: innocent. that's why America has thrived the way it has in war situations, even like economic situations, is we 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 don't we take for granted as Americans, because we're used to living like this, that other countries really stick hard to doctrine and following the rules and the way things are supposed to be. And we have such Look a chaotic Japan yeah and that's but that's why we had advantage o- advantages over them is it, again, it's not just warfare. The enemy can't know what we're doing if we don't know what we're, we're doing. Exactly! And that is <laughs> the we, military are, we are fucking, did, We are a wild up, card yeah. culture, and it's because I think it's in our cultural DNA. To, it's not like those are the rules we set up for ourselves. It's in our DNA to kind of just roll the dice our, every once in a our while. Our
3: entire cultural identity is based upon the idea that you can't fucking tell us what to do. Yeah. yeah so my, my, anytime my, somebody tries to tell us what to do, we just get drunk and be like, want a fucking bath? <laughs>
1: my, my want fucking, a
3: fucking Fucking bad, My
1: idea of America is, is it was it was the uh, the American experiment is just the idea that fucking dangerous freedom works Yeah, whether it's economically whether it's military whatever like dangerous well, freedom is our fucking idea And,
0: and that's when pe- and when people talk about these days are the worst. I'm like we have been in a constant state of chaos since day one It Larry you can, I can you can name any decade I can tell you how things were fucked up and people were nervous and things weren't sitting right like well, the, a lot of people don't even realize, for the however many
2: years since what seventeen seventy six since we've been established as a country, we've only had twelve or seventeen years of peace. We've done war
1: in some capacity,
0: in some capacity, for yeah.
2: over two hundred of those fucking years. Two hundred,
0: yeah, two hundred. Like, I, feel like <laughs> I grew up in one of the best decades as far as like. The and '90s we was fucking rad,
1: dude. You got a couple of those years. Yeah, I got a
0: couple of those years, but still, shit was fucking crazy. My generation invented school shootings. <laughs> I was 15 when Columbine happened, <laughs> which is crazy.
1: But it's and which, we also all have, have HPV, and then all the fucking all the Europeans are like, "Well, that's why you need an assault weapons ban." It's like, motherfucker columbine happened during the assault weapons ban like the first big school shooting happened while we banned assault weapons fuck you guys
0: waco all that stuff we were we still had chaotic stuff going on in the quote-unquote most prosperous decade
2: Uh, yep it's just a lot of people fail to realize like America's just chaos and we've we live
0: like that yeah i'm not saying i'm not i'm not justifying school shootings here by (laughs) any means but like (laughs) it's (laughs) an important caveat we should work on that
1: yeah here's here's
3: the deal right if you if we like go into a bar and like there's a big strong dude who's like making a bunch of ruckus and causing a bunch of noise. And you go up and you're like, hey bro, why don't you knock it off? If he turns around, knocks out his his own friend, and then it's like, what the fuck do you wanna do? you're not fucking with them.
4: <laughs> you know what
3: I mean? It's like he's, he knocked out his friend and he's still ready to fight we us, have, dude. He took him. out his own backup and he's excited like, about
0: us. Bro, just bro
1: like, I fucking love him. What am I going
0: to do to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. you literally just explain a metaphor for our foreign policy. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's like, oh, so Jack Mandel <laughs> thinks we should fire missiles at Israel right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> It'll really confu- confuse Hezbollah. They might just stop. <laughs> just like looking around. No, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> not Hezbollah, Hamas. <laughs> I don't actually, oh, fuck.
1: Well, you oh, you just opened a fucking can of worms. Am I
0: allowed to make joking metaphors about that yet? Tomato, okay. tomato. For Darnell's I love,
2: podcast. I love a fucking Jack's last quote on the drunk history, and we're going to end it this way. His last quote on that drunk history episode was like, "Why are you even going to talk about Muslims?"
0: Yeah, the comments. I saw that in the comments. So, but I what Jack mean about Muslims? Like, <laughs> so everyone's just asking Arabs, about... Arabs. Arabs. Yeah, you said. Uh... I love Arab people. I know. I love the Arab people. I love Arabia. I love. I'm going to. I've been to Jordan four times for work. I'm going there next year. Um, on my own for the first time, I love Jordan. I, the Iraqi culture is so phenomenal to me when I experienced it. I don't like, um, I don't like rich. I don't like certain countries cause the Dubai Arabs. Yeah. Specifically the Saudis. Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're dicks, they're assholes. But when I've been in places like Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, I've seen nothing. Kuwaitis are assholes. And then you go into Iraq. They're the kindest people I've ever fucking met. Yeah, speaking we didn't, of a, we didn't even get to of your talk love about the culture. Girl, you
3: have a tattoo on your arm.
0: What is your? Oh, that that's, you? oh my god! Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
3: we're, I thought it was going to be a nice story, and he's like, "Oh fuck."
0: Yeah. It's not. It's a. It's one of those. Uh, I I could have gotten this lasered off years ago. Stories. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's just, dude. I was part of a generation of young men coming back for war where we had to, um, you know, toss some. It's not. It doesn't say infidel. That's the stereotypical one. It's even worse. It's cringe. I'm embarrassed. From it because it's so fucking cringe. What's it say? It it, it means like <laughs> I'm getting it lasered off. By the way, uh, Doctor <laughs> Scott, you know Doctor Scott. Doctor Scott, he's a he's uh, Hill Country uh, Hill Country uh, Surgery in uh, San Antonio. If you're looking for the best plastic surgeon in this skitty in the city, uh, go to Hill Country Surgeries. Doctor Scott.
2: For, um, for a second, most random plug ever. Use uh, code come yeah, to no. save yeah. yeah. ten percent. No, it means nothing.
0: it means it's so cringe. It means like fighter.
2: That's not that. Bad. Look, he's judging I me. Mean, I can see it in his eyes. At least it doesn't say
1: infantry. That, that's
2: not as no, wor- That's
0: no. not as bad as I thought it was going. Yeah. No, no. You just yeah. have an Ed Hardy tattoo, dude.
3: It's basically yeah. <laughs> an Ed Hardy
0: for freaking two thousand six vets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that. Is hmm. going to be it for the unsubscribed podcast. Thank you guys, you beautiful people, for joining us. Where can we find you guys?
1: At the local bar, typically. Okay. <laughs> love it. Love it.
3: Uh, AJ Wilkerson comedy on Instagram and YouTube.
0: Boom. And Mr. Jack. Hey, you can find me at Jared's house. That's where I'm living these days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey guys, make sure you stay tuned for the after show. Mr. Jack does have to leave, so we're going to cut him loose and then we're going to do a 10 to 20 minute segment afterwards. Love you all. <laughs>